G'day and welcome to New Brunners. I'm Xcute, joined by oh, Albert. I was just saying that before the show. I've got the cat, the the pointing going the right way now, so I'm now having brain farts because he, he I'm so used to doing it backwards. Saying, he was literally saying, "I've got it. I've, it works. I can point the right way, and it, it works." And uh, but yeah, and then I stuffed myself because I'm so mentally used to pointing opposite right. of where our grid is, not to where our grid actually is. So yeah, I'll have to get used to that. But yeah, um, so today we're going to talk about some some of the most rejected ships in the game. So ships that um are not usually picked by people. Um, and gonna go through them and yeah talk about them and then we might have a follow-up over about the and it was Algrid's idea this I was about to do it again um Algrid's idea and um the most overrated ships so we might do that a little way yeah. down the track so yeah but um and, and certainly for these underrated ships it mm. really does when we were looking at it it really did come down to gameplay loops didn't it it was mm. it was really that kind of they were tied into that and yet even some of those some yeah. of the ships in those gameplay loops have been totally written off at the moment because they can't do X, Y, mm. Z. So, and because um, of that, that allows us to talk about some ships that don't exist. Um, we're going to do it more like that. So we're not going to do just ships. We're also going to do roles. So we've we've kind of picked five roles yeah. that we think are a bit underrated, and we'll, we'll kick it off about with medical algorithms. So I'll let you take it away. You you take your pick. There's obviously going to be four ships in there, so you you take your pick on yeah. where you want to start and go from there. I know you want to talk about the Cutlass Red at one point, so go on. Yeah. Well. In in terms of medical gameplay, you've got you've certainly we've certainly got the um, the Endeavour Hospital, which has got everything. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got the currently the Carrick, the eight ninety jump with a, a med bed uh, that can respawn, and then we've got the uh, Cutlass Red, which is just a, a lowest tier bed, and all it can do is fix you up. It doesn't act as a, a spawn point anymore. And so because of that, it has been written off by so many people in terms of not being worthwhile. And yet that makes it totally underrated. Mm. It's still, um, you know, as much as I hate saying mm. about the Cutlass, it is still a good ship. Almost but comes then, back to that now and then thing, doesn't it? Because like now it's not so great, but when like more medical stuff rolls out, it's clearly going to be a lot better than nothing, so to speak. But, but even at the moment, even though it can't be used as a spawn point, it still can heal those broken bones or heal those wounds. And so if, if you're not dead, if you can get to that bed, it will it'll actually fix you up, mm. which is something the jabbing yourself with a, 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 a medical pen mm. isn't, isn't necessarily going to do. Um, yeah. And currently in game, one of the things it does do, and this is probably something that will disappear, is... You get into the bed it actually resets your food and hydration mm. currently so that's you know but people still wipe it off as not being useful or valuable because it can't mm. respawn or can't act as a respawn point so that no, certainly is a is a medical ship that is certainly underrated i don't disagree on that at all i i, I think like hand tools are clear like tier like you know like a the, the, the tier under the tier three bed they're like a tier four bed Type of thing. So having a bed, even if it's um, mm. the, the one up, you're literally going to be able to travel to a tier two system or a tier one bed or to an actual medical facility. It'll just extend that and, and give you way more than just the, the hand yep. tools 10. And, that, and that's assuming that you need that further advance, but, but that yep, tier one exactly. bed will, will fix broken bones. It will mm. fix um, yeah. bleeds. It will fix those other things. So, mm -hmm. To 
people underwrite it because it, it, it can't respond me. It can't keep me in the game and, and mm. save me that, that flight. But mm. if you don't die, you don't need the respawn. Mm. And so that red could be actually very valuable to, to you or your group um, so the, in the long run. The next ship up would obviously be the Apollo. So for me, the Apollo leaps and bounds. You know, tier three beds don't appear in anything besides it and the Endeavour at the moment, which we'll talk about in a minute. Mm. Um, but that's, you know, you can clearly see, like, saving lives is going to be a big thing. I, you know, every battle is going to want people that can respawn just so they've got more people to play with. I, I just... I don't quite understand why it's so underrated, but they are. Like, people just are not buying their ships. You can go look at the data. You go look at any fleet, mm. um, or org fleet, and the you can clearly see the ships that are missing. And, and they are these yeah. ones that we're talking about today. So, yeah. And, and, and I think part of it comes from, no, I know with the medical ships, part of it comes from, from our mantra of, you know, go big and earn down. Mm. But the Apollo really is a ship. If you're doing the medical gameplay, you don't need to go hospital. Mm. Because the Apollo actually can do what the hospital does. It just mm. doesn't do it in mass, it, but it can do the mm. tier one spawn burn or the tier, you know, the top the top tier spawn burn as well as a tier two or over over tier one. So, so let's go a little bit into speculation now. What do you think the ship between the Apollo and the Endeavour would be? Is it just a smaller hospital? Is that all it is? Is it just so where the hospital is like what 20, 30 beds and the Apollo is like maximum of six? So this thing's like 15? Yeah, yeah. It, it's, a, it's a hard one because the Apollo is, is still, a, you know, still a medium ship. So you don't have that large ship. And mm. yet it's got, it's it basically built as a, as a mobile clinic. Mm. And so. The next level up from the hospital, the next level down from the hospital would be your clinic, and yet that's mm. almost what the the Apollo is built as. So mm. it's it's somewhere in between, and and I'm not sure I'm not sure where you'd go with that. Next question I have for you: What manufacturer do you think it would be? Um, let's see. Apollo is RSI. Got um, Endeavour is MISC, mm -hmm. and Drake is Colors. Yeah, close right. I'm I'm thinking maybe something like Argo, but Argo don't have anything currently medical. It'd be I, love. I, I'd love to see an Origin, but Origin don't seem to want to do anything that's useful. So I, I wouldn't I wouldn't see it as being I wouldn't see it as being Drake. I wouldn't see it as being because of their, their, I see them as being more salvage orientated. Mm -hmm. um, I wouldn't see it as being uh, Argo because they're more utilitarian. Um, I wouldn't see it as consolidated Outland because they're kind of out mm. there but i think crusader crusader would be a good a good fit i think mm -hmm. yeah i could um, see that i could see that actually um and, and, and that kind of size of their ships will work as well so yeah mm. that's a little bit of speculation we'll move on but you can kind of see again with that gameplay of medical it just not being um you know they're a little bit rejected mm. so the endeavor obviously we talk about the endeavor a lot here on this show um it, 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 i can just so see one of these rocking up just outside a massive fleet and it's just constantly respawning people or people are coming back and being repaired and stuff like that i i, I like like any massive org battle mm. one of these are going to be there would you kind of agree with that or uh, uh, yeah and i think any of those um certainly any in-game uh events Mm. Uh, a raid on Vega. If, if that had happened while the game was 
live and the Endeavour had been around, there'd have been mission for the Endeavour to go to Vega to, yeah. to deal with the casualties that were coming out of that. So any major uh, casualties, any mm-hmm. major uh, tragedies or, or um, events that had gone on, yep. that will be true for any of the medical ships. But then, sure, you've got those big ships, but those little ships, the, the, uh, you know, like you said, the, the, the Apollo, medium ship and the, and the cutlass a small ship and yet when you look at what they offer in medical gameplay that that they're huge and yet mm. because they're smaller they often get re- rejected or ignored and mm. certainly the, the cutlass at the moment is ignored because it can't act as a respawn point mm. and so people have written it off as there's, not being good as a medical ship there's still something interesting about those smaller ships having like that more one-on-one medical care um i, I would have like i honestly really wish the apollo was um, an origin ship because i actually think it would have been really good to have like a private doctor's surgery and that kind of is what that is where the next step up would have been better or something like rsi that's more generalized like a it is. It's kind of like a health clinic, yeah. like you said. Um, I can definitely see that being a thing. All right, let's I, move... um, Go ahead. Before you do move on, one of the things I always just to look at um, an option for the 890 jump as, as a private hospital. Uh, because right. one of the things I've always felt about origin ships is they're clinical. They're yeah. too sterile. Um, that we can agree. That luxury aspect a little bit well, but a lot of the others just feel too clinical and sterile. Hmm. Um and I always thought, you know, an 890 jump could work as a, as a high-end uh, private hospital. So, St. Algrid's Medical Centre. <laughs> I guess so now. Um, oh, all right, we'll move on to repair old ships. Man, old Man Hurston, yeah. St. Algrid. <laughs> man of many, many personas. Yeah. All right, so we'll, we'll kick it off with the Vulcan. Now, I, I, for a long time, really dismissed this ship as kind of fluff, but um, the military people have really convinced me it has a lot of weight especially with on-planet and vehicle repairs, like sending in a drone to repair a tank or, or repair it, you know, get a tank out of damage, uh, harm's way, that, invaluable. Um, it doesn't have to be a, just a tank either. Um, also refueling something in atmosphere, because at the moment you can't actually refuel in atmosphere, but if you can land a drone on a ship, that means you can probably... It even separates it a little bit from the staffer as well in that regard. I don't know I'm talking about refueling. We're meant to be talking about repair, but you get what I'm trying to talk about. I'm trying to kind of fluff up um, the Vulcan there. Um, but the Vulcan does do all three, doesn't it? It does mm. do the repair. It does do the, the rearm. It does do the refuel. And so... But it's not the only one. I'd like to point no. out the Crucible does that as well. So it yeah. is a part of their kind of thing. They are multi-use, these repair, um, you know, kind of... Re- refuel and i think they're kind of a bit support as well because they're going to have you know restocking of ammo um and a few other things so yeah but um and we always we always sing the praises of crucible and and yet if you if you think about it logically if you've got a crucible Mm. would you want to take that even though it can you know scarab it can land on the planets and it could do vehicle repair and everything else if you're in a, if you're looking at forward repair, would you want to take in your your main workshop mm. to pull a tank or a vehicle out of harm's way? You'd, you'd send your small thing in, or you'd send your small yeah. your crane in and, and haul it back. So your cruiser will be tank. your cruiser will be sitting back on the back line, almost where the medical mm. tents would have been in World War Two. Like things will be coming back to it. The crucible is probably almost like the. Um, a recovery vehicle like it'll yeah. try and get them back on their feet and get out i actually think they'll i know this is a tangent but 
I actually think they'll use SRVs to just pluck tanks straight out and pull them right back, but you know, that's just me. Oh, but, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if we do get a recovery vehicle mm. to land as well, but that's... Um... So, but yeah, I... So, so, go on. So, so for you, because, you know, we've got the Crucible there and the, the Vulcan, what's the middle one? For, for me, I've we've always talked... We've talked about this a few times. I think it's some kind of ground garage type of thing that can drive vehicles up into and it's more specially tailored towards vehicles because that scarab already is kind of fixing smaller ships and we've already got the vulcan that can repair them and stuff like that but there's nothing really dedicated towards vehicles so i'm thinking like something that lands and you can literally just drive up into it and repair which would make I've, it bigger than a, the vulcan obviously so i've, I've got a thought for you yeah, go for which it. is something i don't think we've talked about in the past mm -hmm. the liberator mm-hmm the Liberator is actually the one in between the uh, Crucible and the... Except it's bigger than the Crucible, but yeah, I get your point, though. Yeah, it, yeah. Does, it does have no. the repair facilities on board. Because it's got the, the ability to take multiple tanks. But it's not really it's dedicated repair. It's not but, really, it's not really yeah. dedicated repair, but you would be able to do repair, at least mm. hand repair in the stores you've got by on that, the ship to do so. But by your very definition, so is the Carrick, the stuff, uh, the, not the, uh, the yeah. Carrick, the any, any Idris, the Kraken. On. Yeah, so but, dedicated. But the fact that it's the fact that the Liberator can take large land vehicles, whereas the, the Carrick mm -hmm. and the 890 and mm -hmm. the other ships that can land, the only one that I think could take those larger land vehicles at the moment that we've seen would be the Idris. So um, I'm going to steer back on point. Yep. <laughs> Middle ship between the Vulcan and the Crucible. Yeah. What, what do you think it uh, would be? I think it'd be some type of recovery vehicle. Okay. So some some crane, some hoisting vehicle that had limited limited repair. Mm. So some kind of tractor beam for picking stuff up and dragging it back, and then yeah. and then repairing. Okay. All right. And obviously we've got the Crucible. Um, yep. something that we recommend all the time. And this is one of the reasons, one of the reasons we recommend like repair is, you know, rejected and underrated is just like, uh, there, there are just not enough repair vehicles in fleets. There's, there's actually more medical, uh, ships mm. than there are repair in the, in the fleets that I've seen. Um, uh, and that's coming on as just having said that repair, that the medical is often ignored. <laughs> but it is, so, you know, like, yeah. so, so the, there is a tier list to it almost like where they're, where they're just not, re uh, yeah, I, I think a lot of a lot of people often ignore those support role ships, or they mm. they have them as an afterthought because they want to do the action, and it's oh, well, we've got other people in the org who will take care of that. But well, um, well, there, well, there are a few orgs that seem to have it organised. And let me just ask you this quickly: Do you think you're going to need repair more than you need medical? Because I kind of lean towards repair more than medical, because you're going to be in the ship or in a Titan suit or in something to protect yourself. So I think you'd need something to repair more than you would medical. But maybe I'm Maybe I'm wrong there. I don't know. What do you think? Um, I'm going to say you'd probably want the medical. Hmm, okay. And mainly because the medical that can either, A, a ship that can actually heal you if you're, you're damaged and just get you up and running, or B, a ship that can actually act as a respawn point so that you don't have to mm, spend true. 10 minutes flying back. Um, I, I think of the way, um, you know, the, the, the training that goes into modern armies in terms of the troops. You try and keep your troops alive because they, you know, you can replace the equipment, but you can't replace the trained pilot or the trained engineer or the trained, mm. you know, that training takes time and is longer to replace than save the vehicle. So, 
And that crucible itself, it can literally repair every thing in the game currently right now. So you can park a vehicle yep. in the Scarab, you can do the smaller ship, you can remove that ship out, put in something like a retaliator that has the arms go around it, and it goes right up to an Idris where it flips that whole cab around and can do the whole thing. And just that starts yeah. acting like a, a crab yeah. just working on it. So yeah. So I so um, I think I think it to me it seems more clearly that they're gonna have that like that's the space based one. The Vulcan kind of goes down to the planet more. And I've got a feeling the whatever the middle one is, it'll probably go somewhere between the two. It'll be a bit more mm. um, scalable. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, next next type of ships off our rank are scanning ships. Uh, it's kind of interesting because uh, just recently in the game, they've turned down the distance that mining ships can scan at. And we know scanning's coming later this year. So I think it might be a preemption to that. Um, mm. And I think it um, if they're lowering the range... It's probably showing that if you take something like a Terrapin with you, they can find the stuff for you. They, they have a bit of a role there to do. Um, I'm, going to, I'm going to say that it, it heralds the day of the Inverunner, mm. just because, you know, we're on Inverunner, so I've, yeah. got, I've got to do that plug. <laughs> but um, but, but, <laughs> know, but, but you know what I mean? Like, like it, it also means the Terrapin could go through the asteroid field yep. and find all the rocks in advance and sell that data to a ship that basically roughly knows where it is, so it's not really looking itself, it's just going where it's been told. Um, and I think that, that that's a part of what we, you know, we're used to this scanners that could go so far, and that's now gonna come back into the domain of like yeah. really big ships that can scan really far. So I think the Terrapin is very, it, it's a little bit overpriced for what it is. Let's be honest, it's the, one of the most expensive profession starters, but mm. it was also sold on the rule of cool, because it. It's easily the best looking of all those um, professional and, stars. And it does, it does have that, that advantage where it can close itself up mm -hmm. and then because it's closed itself up and it's containing the heat inside, it yep. suddenly becomes unseeable or it's not giving off a heat signature. Yep. But the second you open it up, it's like, hey, I'm here. Mm. Um, but it does have those, it does have that utility mount for two size, two scanners, I believe. Yeah. Um, and that makes it huge. And the other, and makes, the other ships. The only other ship that I know of it, there are only two other ships I think that have got the utility mount for scanners. One is the um, Aquila with uh, the top turret with two size two scanners. Mm -hmm. And the third one is with the utility mount is the um, MSR with a, and mm -hmm. I, I'm not sure what size that scanner is. But, um, but they're the only ships that I'm aware of with those scanners. But they're not the... they're not to the same size of the Terrapin as well. And, and and even if you look across the other kind of scanning ships, you know, you've got things like the Aquila. Mm. I think the Aquila, as you said, is the only other one I can think of. But when you go up to larger things like the Carrick, it it's only got one. Yeah. You know, so so that also gives it the ability. So like going back to what we're talking about mining, you could literally have a mining scanner and a salvage scanner, and it can find both things at the same time. And that's just an example. Yeah. Like I've made those I... up, obviously, but there might be a life form scanner because I, I, we, we, we don't really know exactly what they are yet, but just the ability to have two, you can find two different sets of things, which is a lot more than most. And that, and that's the thing with those, those ships with those, those scanning mounts is yep. they are above and beyond the ship's normal scanners. Mm. Um, and so, you know, the Terrapin at the moment, you can go out and you can scan with it, but you still got those two extra scanners that could be doing more. Yeah. Uh, with the Aquila, you've got the ship's normal scanners, but you've got those two extra scanners that could mm. be doing more. Uh, same with the MSR. And so, um, and I know the MSR is still a mm. bit of flavour of the month, and yet in terms of its role of being a scanning ship, it, it's, yeah. I think it's underrated. 
the as, Terrapin is certainly underrated. As, as you, is the Aquila. Oh, sorry, as you said, it, it's heralding something's coming, and I think scanning uh, at when it comes in is drastically going to change the game because we've been taking finding stuff for granted, and I think it's about to change in a really big way. And what what's coming in initially is just scanning, but then when you've got all the different scanning types that'll come after that, like as it expands, it, and, completely different again. And and tying in with that, you've got to say the herald is mm. an uh, an underrated or um, often rejected ship. Um, you have tangented it off our list, sir. I demand yeah, you yeah. retract your set. No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, you know, it is it is a ship that um, mm. is often un unwanted because of A, it's Drake, B, it's, it doesn't really have much value in mm. terms of purpose, what it can do now, and yet it's very fast. It can scan, it can do other things as well, and yet... Mm. That gameplay loop, when it comes in, it's going to make that ship very valuable. I, 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 I still think there's a bigger ship there too. I mm. think something, you know, Constellation MSR, that's more towards the data train. Like, like I could fully see a ship that's just like three scanners, and and that's and it's got like like one scanner, like one pilot and one scanner, and that's it. And it's just yeah, well, a whole bunch of different scanning types, so it can scan the whole spectrum. It's just sitting there trying to find. Um, and, and you look at the top end where you've got the Endeavour with its, uh, the I think it's the Endeavour Discovery with its uh, mass comp with its uh, computer just yep. for tracking down and analysing the data that comes in. Well, it's technically, I never and, thought of that. It's technically scanning as well. True, you are right. Yeah. And then, and then there is a, and it does have the telescope as well, which is also scanning. Mm -hmm. So, but that's at the top end. Mm. But even in that, once it's cracked down all that information, it's also going to be that role for those ships to take it, but take mm. it to where it needs to go. And that's where ships like the Herald with its speed will actually, I think, come into their own as well. It definitely falls under the exploring tag, but it's not the sexy, it's not the sexy exploring that people talk about. Like it's not the Star Trek one. It's the same mm. with the Odyssey. The Odyssey kind of falls a little bit under that as well, where it's more you're, you're trying to find valuable stuff for the Odyssey. So scanning is general, like as you put it across all the ships, it's going to be the money maker because it's it's not the glorious one. Like everyone's going to want to go out and like like that, uh, always go back to that poll algorithm where 78% of people want to do exploring. Mm. That that You can tell it's the Carrick one that they want to do though. They don't want to do the one, yeah. oh, I found a rock. You know, like they want to find, oh, I found some aliens or I found a secret civilization or a wormhole. Yeah. They want all the cool but names and the cool credits. I don't, I don't want to do the sitting sitting there scanning space for hours on end looking for mm. the anomalies that are there, which is what I think you'll do certainly with the Endeavour. You can see um, the progression though already in yeah. like 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 so the starter ships are basically like around the planet you live and then you get a bit bigger ship and you're around that solar system and then you go a bit bigger and you're going you know a few jumps around and then when you get to capital ships then when you that's when you're starting across the universe oh. so 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 yeah. a, a terrapin is more likely like later on you can use it in organ stuff but if you're soloing it you're really just going to be going around finding things to sell information to people and you can mm. you can see how much data running or information brokerage and exploring are linked they really are like the msr and the and the herald they're going to work a lot with things like the terrapin and the carrick because they're going to be the brokerages for that yeah, I, I think that's correct. And mm. you look at the and to go into your thing about the ship, the bigger ships, the, like the the way in which the Endeavour seems to work at the moment, certainly with its telescope, it will scan off yep. and it'll search far and it'll find that that point of interest in the the neighbouring system or X, Y, Z, and then it'll send the Carrick 
and then after the Carrick, the Odyssey, and then after the yep. Odyssey, the Terra. Yeah, exactly. No, I 100% yep. agree with everything you just said. It's 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 almost, a, you know, like it, it's finding the stuff really far away that you we just don't know is there. And it's like, oh, I just found something interesting. And then the Carrick will go. Yeah, no, that's 100% how it's going to work. The Carrick is yep. the ships that's going to mean finding the wormholes, the aliens, and all the cool stuff, right? It's not going to... You can do it in a Terrapin, but I think your odds are going to be a lot lower. Because well, you, you just can't... any ship. Yeah. But... Yeah. It's just increased, um, isn't it, when you do it that way? Yeah. All right. Moving on to building ships, of which at the moment we only have one, which is the Pioneer. Um, Agrid, I'll let you take the cake on this one from the start. Or take, or tell, tell, tell me about the Pioneer. Well, Pioneer is a massive big ship. It builds outposts. Um, it 3D prints them, basically. So how that works, we have no idea, really. We know it goes down, it kind of prints them. Whether you can actually purchase different um, outpost patterns, mm. which be cool to I, have, I actually you know. i think a lot of those for the pioneer now this is just me speculating but i think a lot of them will come through the reputation system i think yep. if you get rep with people they will give you know you'll be able to buy patterns off them to to build things and stuff like that and we now know that the pioneer as Algot said can 3d print but it also is more like a factory now so you can actually print stuff out but that kind of alludes to the fact that they're going to be ships that can pick that stuff up and move it elsewhere now whether that's a dedicated ship or a cargo ship I don't know. And and does that well, also mean that we may have smaller ones? And and <coughs> when they certainly brought out the uh the Pioneer, the idea was that it's not the only ship that builds bases. It's not the only way to build bases because Silas Corona was saying, um, you know, it usually costs a lot of money. It, it's carding materials, etc. This is a ship that goes there and, and builds it in one yeah. hit and prints it in one hit. But that raises the idea of the flat packs and, and you know bases that need to be assembled on, on site so you'd yeah. go and so there are other ways of building bases or outposts and i imagine i'd like to think mm. what we see in that in the square ones is is kind of a prefabs mm. whereas the other places are more the 3d printed I, I, it makes me wonder can you can you technically build a building with just a hand tool if you have the materials can you sit there and like hand draw in um because we well, to give an example we know we, well, we know how the repair system works, right? Yeah. And and you can fill and draw stuff in. So why can't isn't repair the same kind of thing? It's construction essentially. So yep. why can't they take that same system, you know, where where it three D prints a frame in the in the crucible and then you paint over the top of it? It's the same thing. Why can't it do the the frame and then you paint over the walls? I, I could so that see that being a thing. So you could literally yeah. have a starter ship that's akin to, you know, that little garage I talked about for the, the crucible. Why can't you have like a little truck or something that you turn up and it's got like a 3D printer and the arm goes out and it, you know, it 3D prints the wall and you track the beam, pick up the wall. We'll, we'll, call, that, we'll call that truck Bob. Pick up <laughs> Bob the builder. I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, track, the, track the beam the wall up and put, and put it in position. Like I can see all that. And yes, it would take time, but you could still do it. Yeah, right? you and, 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 you, and you'd only have one or two people doing it. You don't need an entire map. Like, like sending a pioneer to build one little outpost is not very efficient. So I do think there is room there for other ships. And I, I could see the pioneer being used to build, you know, like you've, you've, you've got your major hmm. uh, mining center. That, you yeah. know, you found the, the, the top ore. You go there, you're setting down your mining. You know, you're building yeah. a whole mining outpost. So you're building your, your, your drills and your... Yep. Everything else. Um, 
And by the opposite but, but, token of that, if you are just a solo guy and you happen to find a really good mining vein, set up your little base and it's mining and maybe a couple of air defense turrets, I can see that as well. It, it, the scale of, of the people you're working with. So I think there is definitely room there for at least one smaller ship, if not two. Um, but but in terms of why they are, you know, at the moment, why it's underrated or <laughs> unwanted is just the price of the Pioneer is just... Hmm over the top and it's also hull limited so it's very hard to get get hold of yeah but that also means when it does come available people do clamor for it but yeah in terms of a smaller building ships or that all that gameplay mm -hmm. it, it's just not there at the moment and so yeah it's often written off as something i oh, will deal with that later but it's something we do i think we will want to be looking at down the track and you think of a carrick mm. um and, and it's it's uh, cargo pods, and one of the cargo pods that you could have got for the Carrick was a, mm. you know, a, a science lab. And people have often speculated the idea of going somewhere, dropping off that cargo pod, and just kind of setting up a temporary base. Just um, gave me an idea. What if it's not a a small ship that builds it? What if it's an actual vehicle that's just got like a three D printing arm in the back of it? Because then you can chuck it on a Carrick, and if you're in an emergency, you can build an emergency shelter. Yeah. You can or, build a little more. Um, yeah, wow. Okay, that changes it every, even more. Because then you can or, just or, put it in ships and take it places. And rather than a flat pack, what about an SRV that's hauling prefabricated mm -hmm. uh, square blocks of you know yep. units and taking them and placing them on, on you the... You could call it the, the foundation, uh, and all it does is build the foundations, and the SRV brings it in and drops the block on the foundation. Yeah. <laughs> so all, all um, this is a, a ship that builds foundations. But you, yeah, you hand build your foundations, yep. and then drop the thing on top so mm. there are options for that and we are going to need um those outposts we are going to need places where uh you can have an emergency shelter or you can have a place where you can recharge mm. um ships or other or you know stay for a longer period even of time just even just building, building a landing pad so ships can land and repair and refuel is going to be massive like if you can build that and 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 you know, you can repair, like, so So something like a Carrick, if you could build your own landing pad that could repair your own Carrick while you're there, that is huge. Absolutely massive. Even if it takes you a day to build it because it's too, it'll take you too long to go back and come back. You know, you, you can, I can see the advantage of, of, of a vehicle that could build things, even if it's slow. I don't know. Can you see that, Agrid, or not? Well, I've all, I've all, I, I think the character's a bad choice because I've always understood the, the drones on the character are more repair drones. Yeah, but, but so, I, I, yeah, that is a bad but, choice. But you understand what I'm trying to say? If you can build a landing yeah. pad that will allow you to repair ships that land on it and it's miles from anywhere, um, just, just the ability to, to, to build some serviceable things because of that 3D printer type of analogy, I, I think I'm saying you can print out a 3D level three, you know, level tier one medical bed but if you can actually print out some really cool stuff it could change the game completely well you probably could print out the tier one medical bed but the, or the tier three medical bed or whichever mm. way it goes but it wouldn't be useful to you unless you had that that sphere that kind of mm. keeps keeps the uh the data available for you and again that, that which wouldn't again you'd also have to have the the patterns to be able to print them yeah, you know, and the you'd also need to have, mm. even if looking at the repair mm. place, you'd need to have the resources available to do the actual repair afterwards. So, yeah. um, yes, you could have a landing pad that could repair, refuel, and rearm, but if you don't have any fuel 
darts or um mm. um ammo there you can't you can't do anything it's just yep i can land but uh which add more ships to uh, so that stock. i'm going to move on to the last set of ships we've yep. got here now we've talked about this one before when we've talked about um potential capital ships we'd like to see but it's e-warfare because currently mm. now you create i'm going to go through it but i'm going to butcher this because it's been a while since i've thought about this we've got the sentinel and i know we've got emp missiles on the banner defender yep. is there anything else i know i'm missing one and i just i'm having a brain fart moment there is there is the razor there we go yeah um there's also um yeah that's the only ones i can think of and i, mm. I don't know whether the herald was kind of builders at mm. one point having some e-warfare type aspects to it but. but the point we're getting at is they're generally smaller we don't have anything that's constellation size so no medium no large and nothing capital mm. um and I, I actually think there really is room there for something a lot more let's say disruptive um and and i'd like to see something like that and again and that's why it's made this list it's underrated we just don't see it you know the closest as yep. i said when the banner defender's got some emp missiles and there's only one real ship like e-warfare at the moment sentinel that's it it's the only one yep. and because it's a, you know because it is a uh, uh the vanguards that is right isn't it mm -hmm. uh and the vanguard that uh much maligned ship because yep. they're clunky and people don't like the guns and the people don't like x one z and yet e-warfare when it comes in is going to be is going to be a major asset i know they did talk about the um i think that when i talked about the sentinel they talked about torpedoes that um workers you know hacking hacking torpedoes you know you'd fire them and that kind yep. of override systems and do other things they talked about um, like landing on the outside of the ship and kind of almost like deploying a, an antenna and that hacks into the ship and then you communicate with the antenna to hack the other ship essentially so yeah very um, very very different and so that's a gain a ship but i think is under underrated in terms of whether it'll be needed or, or otherwise so mm -hmm. um i can't think of a, a value of having a ma a massive ship unless you're doing um the only yeah i can't think of one mm. the only one the only kind of thing i could think of is like the interdiction ship that a big you know the interdiction um star destroyer well um, i i can see a ship that's kind of um it's it's not just e-warfare but like it's a it's a scanner ship it's a bounty hunting ship it's a it, you know it, it takes people out with warfare so it can capture them and stuff like that so it it, 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 it as you kind of go up in that e-warfare tree it's almost amalgamation of, of of other professions as well where with so, the sentinel so it's still the mobile the mobile cop shop kind yeah kind of so you, you you know you'd have someone on there that's like a really good hacker you'd have someone on there that's scanning some people that are doing a lot of data transfer um you could scan other ships you know it, it could it could it, you could actually reverse it and go the other way too you could use that criminally as well so you could actually have a ship that you know oh we've there's a guy over there let's go take him out and take all his shit. like i could see that as a as a ship that's so basically rather than directly attacking people you are information gathering and then at the right appropriate time crippling them with a hack or something like that so so it's more like a stealth ship um kind of think like a mercury star runner cross with a retaliator but doesn't it doesn't use the torpedoes it's like e-warfare there's room for a ship like that um and and it, again if you go bigger imagine a ship like that that takes out a kraken or an idris just temporarily disables them for two minutes so everyone can get on board i can see that yeah. i can really see that like it would change 
everything because you would have to have to have uh, people that would anti-hackers that cover you and stuff like that i i could see a ship like that being a um a tavaran ship just because of the way True. the tavaran used to fight they you know they'd drop they'd drop off their their elite uh, saboteurs mm. to get on the ship and they'd start screwing with your systems the, um, the last time we talked about this remember how i said it was like a giant stingray like a manta ray but i can see that as the kind of devouring bird thing too i can see that mm. um yeah i don't know what you'd call it um but yeah a bird of prey <laughs> well yeah you, you really you could just call it the bird of prey couldn't you yeah I, I was gonna go with bald eagle but i just don't like the look of that visually in my head and uh, the the american bald eagle is like this to the australian eagles the australian yeah, eagles well, are just eat it for breakfast but yeah well the difference is isn't the bald eagle more a, a scavenger rather than a sounds about right, right to me anyway um yeah. before you get in trouble with our american <laughs> viewers i think we should stop um but yeah <laughs> go look it up if you don't believe us but anyway that's that's kind of been everything for this show um unless there's anything you would like to add agrid is there any other ships that you would want to add to those groups or... I, I don't think so at the moment and besides mm. if we do talk about other ships then it stops us coming back later on if we do think of them yeah yes that's true yeah think of thinking of uh, future shows down mm. the track so maybe but... let us know in the comments ships that that you think that are a bit rejected and underrated and um that might need a bit more love but but i think that's kind of the good thing about this game too you know you can find your niche like right now there's a lot mm. of pvp combat things going on people do get very caught up in the now uh but as things more, more roll out i think you're going to find the combat's going to be nowhere near as popular as it is right now i think it's going to fall into a subset just like everything else because combat does have its place don't get me wrong uh, but that's all we really have right now until you know we get we've got mining obviously but you know we've got salvage coming scanning coming once that scanning hits though that's such a big thing because mm. with the cargo factor and the scanning that's the that's the first core gameplay loop because you can now have people going doing stuff and the bad guys can find them turn up create problems and then the good guys turn up to fix them so you can you, you've got that whole loop you know and that adds escorting and, and all that stuff and as scanning comes on it means you're not just going to be a, hopefully it means you're not just going to be able to scan them and go oh yeah that's that's players on that ship and yes it's got this this and this yeah it's going to be a matter of the closer you get the better your scans are going to be unless exactly. you've got a really good scanning ship and the better your yeah. scanning ship is the further you're, the further you'll be able to detail you know get that information it's like um, you said with the terrapin too being able to take two different ones most mm. people are going to take a generalized scanner because that's the best thing to take when you've only got one but then when you've got two can you have a generalized and a specialized so it, yeah i i yeah. just think the terrapin is going to be not well, until scanning is in i just don't think we're going to see it for what it is I, and I, mm. I I would have a guess that for most ships, you're not going to be able to change out that scanner. That's going to be the default scanner your ship has. Maybe. Uh, you know, you might be able to change the the grade of the scanner it's in, but I don't think you're going to be able to change that mm. that general type of scanner, whereas the others will have that. Those mounts will give you that option to add or change. <laughs> in typical Infrarunner style, we're tangenting like crazy. Um, <laughs> So, so yeah, let us yeah. know in your thoughts below, um, the, you know, some ships that you think are underrated. Uh, we did go into a little bit of speculation here because there's obviously some ships that are missing, but that's also why we think they're underrated because they just don't have the ships to fill out their line. Um, or, yeah. Or gameplay. Uh, like this video, it really helps us out a lot. Um, make sure you're subscribed, tick that notification bell because we've been hearing reports from people that they're not getting our videos anymore. Um, don't know how true that is, but we've I've had three in the last weeks and I've had 
ones going back a few weeks as well. Mm. Um, is there anything else you want to add, Agrid, if I forgot anything? Leave your comments. Mm -hmm. Be respectful and polite. We do read every single comment, um, and we do try to respond to, to most. Mm -hmm. If we don't respond, it's not that we haven't read it. It's just that it's either, yep, can't really add to it. Sometimes um, we just disagree and we don't want to fight with you. <laughs> <laughs> and, some, and sometimes yeah. we, it's, yeah, we agree. And apart from just saying, thank you for watching and your comments, it's, which kind of gets a bit superfluous after, after a while. The 50th time, yeah. we, we just say, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I like or, I like a lot of things that I just yep, agree with, like, but I don't want to like, reply. Give yeah. a smiley or whatever, but yeah. Um, so like, subscribe, hit that bell. Uh, analytics, love those types of things. It does help us out. Um, and so many of our viewers who are return viewers still haven't hit that bell. Mm. So um, one thing I want to add. Anyway. One thing I want to add too is our streams have been going really well. We've been streaming on Australian Friday or American Thursday just as ISC drops. Well, obviously, there's been no ISI the last couple of weeks, but the views are still going up. So people obviously like hanging out and stuff. So um, I'm trying to remember the mm. time. I think it's around, I'll have to look it up, but yeah. Uh, usually around we'll leave it in the, 7 a.m. Oh, our time. Yeah, 7 hour our time, but I'll leave a description in the description below for the Northern Hemisphere. Uh, I'll put it in yep. UTC so people can see. All right. Well, anyway. with that, I've got to point the right way now. He's been, <laughs> I've been executed. He's been executed. We'll catch you in the next I've one. I've been out, Garrett, and we're out of here. Take care.